This is our podcast song. It isn't very long. <laughs> All right. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Laughing with Gingers. Get ready to laugh. <laughs> Laughing with Gingers is the podcast where two feisty redheads with loud laughs share crazy stories, play games, and just spread silliness and joy. That stunning woman is Christina Curry, my partner in crime on the Laughing with Gingers podcast. And that is Sarah Alpin, the person who likes to trump me on all her games, my (laughs) co-host of Laughing with Gingers. I won't lie. I was smack talking this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Makes me kind of nervous, y'all. I don't know if I'm going to be able to earn any points today. (laughs) But it's going to be fun because today's episode is called Stripping with Gingers, and we are going to be talking about wardrobe malfunctions. Um, But we kind of both went in a, well, I went in a different direction with that. Um, Yeah. So what what direction did you go, Sarah? (laughs) I made up a game. It is truth or lie. Okay. Um, which is either actually Sarah or not Sarah. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it is all about wardrobe malfunctions. <laughs> oh my God. So I, okay, y'all, I just straight up went for the history of stripping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I found out like the earliest paid strippers, like when that happened, why is pole dancing a thing? Like, how did pole dancing even like happen? All this fun stuff. It was a it was a stripping history hole I went in, and it was fun. <laughs> I love it. That yeah. is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Anywho. Well, how do you want to kick it off? Um. Well, I can lay down a little history, and then we can head into the game. Does that sound good? Is that because you're nervous about? Uh, about the- <laughs> I'm delaying my inevitable demise. <laughs> oh, God. I'm already like kind of crying <laughs> from laughing. I did text Christina another laughing um, voice recording this morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she sent me like 20 texts of all these funny like clothing that people were wearing or like just weird sayings or just like this one dude, super cool looking guy. He's got this shirt with like what he thought it's supposed to say dope all over it. And it's letters all sporadic around, but it like reads Pope. <laughs> and he's like this super cool dude. Like, yeah, look at my dope shirt, but it says Pope. <laughs> okay. I read it as Pado, like fart. <laughs> <laughs> Of course you did. That's why I sent it. It's really funny because in the title of what you said, it said he thought he bought a shirt that says dope, but it really says Pope. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Well, okay. I'm going to take everyone back way, way back to the very beginnings of this stripping sensual subculture. <laughs> I said that's so weird. <laughs> um, that's what the article says, sort of. I ad-libbed a little. Okay. 
the earliest evidence of exotic dancing can be traced to the Paleolithic cave paintings in the south of France more than 20,000 years ago. Archaeologists have uncovered miniature statuettes, 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 statuettes. <laughs> Yo, I was like, I'm not saying that word. I'm so bad at words sometimes. No, all the time I'm bad at words. Okay, of exotic dancers near the Black Sea region of Bulgaria and Romania that date back to the New Stone Age or Neolithic era and are estimated to be over nine thousand years old. Like that's insane. Uh, so is that the- where the the saying, I see London, I see France, I see so-and-so's underpants comes from? No, but I think that's later <laughs> in my history. Like I could, like I, after reading this, I could probably say when that happened. Oh my God. I love it. Okay. Keep Not going. that I read about when that happened. I'm just guessing based on the evolution of stripping and what that, like what evolution it saw. I am now fully educated. I think I know when. <laughs> did you earn your PhD this morning? I did. I went to school, y'all. <laughs> well, take us there, baby. So dancing designed to sexually stimulate is thought to have begun as ancient ritual. So it actually isn't really, it wasn't meant as like, you know, sexual stimulation. It was really to gain favor Um, with the goddesses of fertility and motherhood in hopes of successful reproduction, as well as to increase the fertility of crops. And so these women, they'd be draped in their fur and they're performing these dances, all erotic, like (laughs) these like, like carcasses over them. And they would slowly like remove pieces, gradually getting to be like naked. (laughs) That is so much fun. Can't you just see like, but I all I'm picturing is like a fire with like a cave behind them, and she's just like in all these furs with like twigs out of her hair and dancing around. <laughs> I am not picturing twigs. I'm picturing like really like classy. Oh cave. whoa! I went I went way caveman. <laughs> I went like sexy caveman, like <laughs> Halloween caveman. Ooh, Halloween caveman. Yeah. <laughs> I dressed up as a cave lady for Halloween one time. Uh, you're going to post that. On yeah, Instagram. I'm going to have to try and find it. It has my ex-husband in it. I don't know if that would be awkward for him, but I think uh, he'd be come fine out. with it. He he, well, he's in a cave outfit, too, so it's really funny. <laughs> I don't think he would care at all. We're on, we're on friendly speaking terms. <laughs> it's, it's he's a nice ex. <laughs> okay. Do you want to f- go into the game so I can like start losing? <laughs> so you can start losing. Okay. So as I said, you are going to be choosing if it's Sarah or if it's somewhere, someone I found on the internet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> okay. First day of work, I nailed this project, which was broadcast live. I was super excited, and I went to tell a colleague um, that it went well when I put my hand on my hip and I felt skin. I'd forgotten to zip the side of my dress. Oh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, Sarah. That was me. <laughs> oh, jeez! Why didn't anyone tell you? Uh, okay. Now, let me remind you, I used to be a high school teacher. Oh, 
So I was like 27 years old or 26 years old with the whole side of my dress unzipped in front of the entire student and staff population of my high school. Why did, how did no one say anything? (laughs) What the F? It was the first day of school. It was not my first oh, the official first day. day of work. It just was the first day of school. But I knew you'd know if I said the first day of school. Yeah, yeah. I would have totally known it was you. Oh, the first day of school. Oh, I've got it. There are several of these that happened oh, on the first day of school in different oh. years. What is it about the first day of school, Sarah? I mean, are you probably nervous? Like, are you like nervous, anxious? Yeah, like there's a lot of emotion that goes into it. Like you're trying to like set precedent. And when I was like a 130 pound girl that was only five years older than some of the kids in my class. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So good job, Christina. You've got a point. Boom. I was wearing a corset style top, which zipped up instead of laced at the back. I was at a work night out and I was standing talking to my senior leadership team when I took a deep breath and felt a pop and then a slight breeze. My zipper had given up. (laughs) My top was falling forward and off in slow motion. Oh, no. My senior leadership team formed a wall of shame around me and shuffled me to the ladies' room where I ended up borrowing someone's vest to wear home. Oh, my God. That's so terrible. I hope it was someone else. I'm going to say someone else. It was someone else. Oh, thank God. I was like, oh, God, that is mortifying. Oh, no. It does seem like something that would happen to me, but it wasn't. Oh, my God. I just didn't want it to be you. That's why I said it was someone else. Do you think – I have a question. Do you think – Shoes are like the most malfunctioned of any clothing item, you know, like, and I mean, by what I, what I mean by that is because you know how women wear really tall shoes. I mean, I've been there. I wore really high heels and like I would fall or like sprain my ankle or like step into a hole or a grate or whatever. Like, I feel like shoes of all items of clothing, if you count shoes as clothing, is probably the most malfunctioning. I would guess jean zippers or like pant zippers and forgetting <laughs> to zip it. I've never had a zipper break on me. No, forgetting to zip it. Oh, forgetting to zip it. That's happened to me for sure. I have to put like olive oil on the zipper. It works. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> she looked at me like her dog. <laughs> <laughs> she like turned her tilt. head to the side, like cocked it to the side and like stared at me like, what are you little human saying? Does that <laughs> so make weird. you remember to zip your pants? No, it lubricates the zipper and makes it zip again. Oh. It really works. I I thought you were saying if you put olive oil on your zipper, it helped you remember to zip your fly. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> that was the quietest there's ever been when she was like trying to work it out in her head. <laughs> I've also had the zipper that like throughout the day falls down 
And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, did I not zip my pants up when I went pee? Like every time today. <laughs> oh my God. And then the ones where you have like two buttons, like it's like multiple set, like a button. Yes! And a hook, or like <laughs> I've definitely forgotten one button. <laughs> <laughs> multiple times I oh even my- think like I, re- I have a memory of Liz telling me I forgot one of my buttons one time when I was hanging out with her my sister-in-law our number one fan I re- I'm pretty sure she told me one time you forgot the button <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man oh man can- okay can I drop another like little knowledge on you sure Okay, so moving into the 14th century, we find the advent of erotic dancing in the Middle East and the art form of belly dancing. Um, my grandma told me that she took a belly dancing class back in the day. How cute is that? Oh, grandma. <laughs> I know. It's so great. She also told me she, uh, her and my grandpa would go to roller derby, which I didn't even know roller derby, like, you know, girl roller derby. Um, I didn't even know that was like a thing that like early on, um, like, cause I was going in Austin and um, had a bunch of friends that were doing it. I never did it because I'm scared of getting hurt. <laughs> anyway, okay, so um, back to the Middle East with belly dancing. So not a thread of clothing was removed, actually, but it was the furious movements of the hips and the pelvis that belly dancing meant to really induce the pleasure of sexual nature and become extreme. And it became extremely popular audience members would toss coins into the, at the belly dancers representing the first time that women were paid cash for their erotic dancing services. During this time, erotic dancing was also common in the temples of India in the form of sacred rituals, which is kind of crazy. Interesting. Um, I know. So that was the first time women actually got paid was in the 14th century. About time. (laughs) Seriously. It took 14 centuries. (laughs) Holy cow. Mm -hmm. They weren't appreciated. Thank you, Middle East, for paying your women properly. Oh, okay. Let's have another. Okay. So I'm like two and oh, I know this is, uh, this might be the first time you've ever been to an O. I know. <laughs> Damn it, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wore a white skirt to work by an hour in, I sat in chocolate, but I didn't notice until the end of the day. At which point someone said that they'd noticed earlier and felt awkward telling me. Oh my God. I think that's you. It is me. And it was the first day of school again. Oh my God. Why don't people say things? I am (laughs) always that one that's like, oh my God. And this was a different first day, just to be clear. (laughs) Oh my God. Why can't it all happen in one? No, it should be spread out. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what's worse. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I am the one that will tell you, you have cheese on your face or your tag is sticking out. Or or... you have a huge booger. Yes. If I see it, I'm going to tell you it maybe is awkward, but everyone's seeing it. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather take one for the team than let somebody walk around like that. Yeah, because I want it to happen to me too. 
I don't want to get into the bathroom and realize I have a giant booger dangling. And how long has that been happening? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is so true. Isn't it weird? My brain is like operating weird today. But isn't it weird how we'll like call out some like a burger hanging out or something like on a person like visually we'll call it out. But if we like smell BO on someone, no one's going to call you out on that. Well, it's a lot harder to fix BO than it is to uh, like clear away a burger. Did or get see- spinach out of your teeth. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. I mean, B.O., like, if you can't fix it, that's that should be a rule. If you can't fix it, it's probably best not to mention it in a lot of yeah. situations. Because That's then it, a good rule. It just kind of – I mean, it, it depends, of course. But if you, you know, like, I – maybe wouldn't have been able to fix the chocolate on the back of my skirt, but there's a chance I would have been able to, although it would have just been probably wet. Ah! <laughs> I'm still slightly brown. So, I mean, it Ew. takes a lot to it embarrass been worse, maybe. <laughs> I was not that embarrassed by either of those things just because I, it's so hard to embarrass me, mm-hmm. but um, so <laughs> But I like if it's like, you know, I don't know, like unless you unless you really are trying to help the person, it isn't always the best thing to point out. Right, 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 right. That's a good rule. I like that. Yeah, I I feel like I get embarrassed for other people more than I get embarrassed for myself. Dude, I cr- I wanted to cross the street one time. I was eating outdoors with my husband, Philippe. I should have put this in one of the stories. Um, And this girl was like clearly on a first date and she was wearing a really long like boho skirt, not a Mm -hmm. maxi skirt, like one of those flowy ones. Mm -hmm. And it was tucked in her underwear (gasps) and she was sitting on the patio that was like a cross. And I was like, Philippe, can I please go over and tell her? And he's like, if you cross the street to tell that woman, it's going to be more mortifying than if she like – because it's a dramatic gesture of crossing the street to tell her yeah like in the city like off dupont circle in dc like that yeah you gotta like subtly like whisper it in her ear or something yeah i mean i would have like had to somehow it would have been like a process yeah but i was so embarrassed for her because i was like she's gonna realize that like and the chairs were like open in the back so you could like fully see her underwear behind her like it wasn't just like oh no it was so embarrassing I completely thought about that until now but yes I also get embarrassed for people and I want them to be happy and healthy humans so (laughs) I I know right so bad (sighs) oh god oh man I make people feel awkward all the time and I'm okay with it but only for the sake of helping (laughs) Yes, for better, better, greener pastures. <laughs> I had to, I had an employee once, I won't name the company or obviously any names or whatever, but I had an employee who would bike into work and this was Texas. It was really hot and she smelled like BO and we worked with the public and it happened too many times where she would rush in, you know, right on time, sweaty, smelly, 
And I finally had to talk to her and I'm like, you, you've got to get here like 10 minutes early to c- cool down and put on some deodorant. I'm sorry. That feels awkward to tell you, but that's just how it's going to have to be. Okay. That's she a different she situation. Listened. Yeah. You, it's a different situation. Cause that's like repeated behavior. Yeah. 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 And like, you don't know if you smell, I know when I smell like BO clearly lefties always smelling worse than righty, <laughs> but like sometimes people don't know. I have a heightened sense of smell. I can um, smell real, real good. And others I know don't. Yeah. So I had I to tell her. Some people are just also like not super self-aware. Yeah. Sometimes I'm not. <laughs> when I laugh really loud. I think <laughs> that is when we aren't self-aware, Sarah, is when we are at restaurants laughing really loud and don't realize we're maybe disturbing a couple tables over. <laughs> That woman was probably looking at me across the street being like, Jesus, she laughs loud. Yeah. Also, it's breezy here. (laughs) Wow, the wind's really kicking up on my tush. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, do you have another story? I do, I do. Okay. Um, I was working in a department store and an elderly woman came in for a pair of pantyhose, which she needed for the community theater's production of South Pacific. She asked if we had any hose that were designed for thongs. I grabbed a pair that had a control top thong design where the butt was in the normal pantyhose position or in the normal pantyhose material, but there the control top pulled the crack in I guess to emphasize the butt, um, making it look like the wearer had a thong on. Later, I told my friend how weird it seemed that this was a requirement for community theater. That's when I learned that thongs and flip-flops are the same thing. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, I've never called a flip-flop a thong (laughs) at all. I'm going to say it's not you only because I don't remember you ever saying you worked at a department store. I don't know. I've had a lot of jobs. You have. And I feel like who calls thongs flip-flops? I feel like that's not in America. (laughs) (laughs) So you're going with not me. Yeah, not you. It was me. (laughs) Dang it. Calls thongs flip up, Sarah. Where was this? It was in um, Columbia, Maryland. <laughs> That's so weird. That's how embarrassed I was later that I remember where I was because I was like working for the pantyhose company that day. Oh my god, I hate I, pantyhose. I did work in a uh, department store in high school, but um, I did too. Which one did you work at? I worked at Robinson's May, which is no longer, I think, a thing. I worked at Hex, which is also no longer a thing. It was fun. I liked it. I bought so many clothes. I worked in the children's department and I fit in the children's clothing. So, Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. So it was great. (laughs) Yeah. It was so fun. I would like go in early and get the makeup ladies to do my makeup and then I'd head into work. (laughs) Uh, I loved, I like my whole paycheck went straight into like clothing and it was Um, ridiculous. Mine, I don't know what mine was. I worked there for a while. I don't know. Then I worked at a pharmacy. 
Then I waited tables. Then I was a supervisor in a promotional uh, modeling agency, which is the pantyhose story. Mm. Oh, I hate pantyhose. I know. They should not be a thing. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No way, Jose. But Yeah. I don't mind tights because they keep my legs warm, but pantyhose are just but Well, anything that I'm putting on that I could potentially destroy the second I'm putting it on. I have put, I know I used to wear them and you would put them on and all of a sudden there's a run in it like instantly and they're brand new. And it's just like, really? Yeah. It's like you had a scab on your leg and they hook that and then, yeah. Or like a toenail was a little bit jagged or Mm -hmm. your heel had dry skin. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the worst. The worst. You want one more? Yeah. 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 Okay. I designed a shirt for my TV production class. It was meant to be a recruitment shirt for the program and to make us look cool. We had an old school TV with antennas and it said in the middle of the screen, your face here. When they, when the shirts arrived, I excitedly pulled the, sh- the shirt on over what I was already wearing in front of the class. Unfortunately, when we printed the your face here part was in the dead center <laughs> in the middle of my boobs. <laughs> I want one of those shirts. <laughs> oh my God, we should make those shirts. <laughs> was it Sarah or was it not? I hope it was you, Sarah. Oh, you're wearing it. She's wearing it. <laughs> my god no wonder you didn't want to change she's like i really hate this shirt i'm like go change before we record and she's like it's okay i was slouching that whole time i'm so relieved to be able to very first (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i want one i was the teacher her face here literally it's right between her boobs (laughs) y'all The shirt makes your boobs look extra big, too. (laughs) All the things wrong with a shirt. I told you before we started, I hate this shirt. (laughs) I love it. I want one. (laughs) I have so many friends that I, like, pulled it on over the shirt I already had on, and it was, like, boom. And it was right when um, whatever, like, the movie was that had motorboating in it came out (laughs) I have no idea so whatever like the it wasn't wedding crashers I don't think maybe it was wedding crashers maybe I feel like it was something with Vince Vaughn where he where he was like just motorboat those sons of bitches (laughs) (laughs) I do remember that scene but I don't even remember what movie oh man well somebody can tell us but oh boy it was right at that same time so it was super extra embarrassing and right now I'm wearing a sports bra so I've got the uniboob but it went in when I was wearing a regular bra oh yeah like so when you pulled it over your head and put it on look down is that when it clicked yeah because when you look down at it from this point of view, you're like, oh, <laughs> we need to get a picture of you in that shirt that we can post on Instagram. 
God. Like, take a selfie. Take a selfie. Oh, my God. It's so – this one is actually embarrassing to me because, like, then I – like, I didn't want to say anything about it. And then, like, all these kids were wearing them. <laughs> Nobody ever said anything other than me. And I didn't say anything for, like, a year. I just would never wear the shirt. Right. And then I said something to my colleague after a year and she was like, oh, my God, we have been <laughs> sending girls around high school girls around the school wearing that shirt for years. I'm sure only you realized. Oh, my God. It was so embarrassing. I'll take a picture and you can post it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's going up on the Insta. <clears throat> okay. Oh God, I already have phlegm. I'm already <laughs> laughing with gingeries. <laughs> Sarah's taking a selfie right now. It's great. <laughs> yeah, we could have done that on um, the break, but you know. I do selfies way different. Oh, it's fine. I hold it up higher and I one-handed selfie. You do oh, it yeah, so I different. totally did it uh just of the shirt. <laughs> oh, she cut her face out, but we know. We know who that is. <laughs> oh my god, I almost just you know, do you ever do this where you <laughs> mean to text someone and you text like a different person? I just literally did that and it was a little embarrassing. Okay, what happened? Well, I was texting the person I'm dating back and forth and in, intermingling in that was just like a colleague, right? And now now she's doing her selfie right. She's I'm still trying, it. but it's really hard to get an angle without the dog. <laughs> it looks the dog like- can be in the photo. That Oh, but then that gives it away. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. You were texting. Okay, so I was texting and um, it's not terrible, but I sent the colleague – my bitmoji dressed up as a Godzilla. I forget what I was. What we oh talking. my God. You were texting me because I sent you that picture of the No, shirt. I was texting someone else. I don't want to say his name because I don't want to call him, but he was in the, he's in our coaching program. Yeah. But the Godzilla one. Yeah. I sent you a Godzilla shirt this morning as a, no, this was, that. this was a few days ago. Oh my God. <laughs> Godzilla so strikes again. Randomly. I just sent him a God, a me bitmoji as Godzilla. <laughs> and then I quickly realized what I did. I was like, Oh, whoops, that wasn't for you. And he's like, Oh, darn. <laughs> I was like, I need to know who this is on the break because I almost just texted the picture to Parker instead of you. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Parker would have been like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Sending a picture of just someone's boobs with a TV that said your face here. That is not appropriate, Sarah. Not appropriate. (laughs) Parker, who was on our like Google flubs episode in season one. Was it season one? Yeah, season one. Season one. (laughs) Who's a natural redhead in his beard. (laughs) I think a lot of men are natural redheads in their beard, my brother included. Your brother looks like he's a redhead on the top. He it, uh, it's like it's like blonde with maybe some strawberry mixed in there, maybe, but mostly he was like a little cute blonde kid. Yeah, my Chunky brother's brown. Shit. Brown hair. Um, okay, I can do one more fact and then we can maybe take a break. Okay. Okay, so. 
Um, now, moving forward to modern times, um, where erotic dancing blossomed in Britain in the late 1800s with the rise of the British burlesque houses. So Lydia Thompson, an English dancer, comedian, actress, and theatrical producer, became one of the most famous burlesque dancers on the London stage. Originally, burlesque performances incorporated a complete act with a combination of music, singing, humor, dance, and theatrics, and sexual parody. Women undressing themselves in a sensual manner were only part of the show. So Lydia is credited with actually bringing burlesque to America in 1868 with her troupe of British blondes, quote-unquote, performing in New York theaters. So here's what – so I've seen the movie Gypsy Rose Lee. Have you seen that movie? No. I watched it as a kid, which probably isn't appropriate, but whatever. <laughs> so Gypsy Rose Lee is it's her stage name. I totally went down a hole of Gypsy Rose Lee. I loved that movie as a kid. And she's like, um, she was one of a super famous like burlesque performer. She had a really hard life growing up. Her mom threw her into show business at like two and a half when she started ta- tap dancing. And um, super rough. And she was sort of thrown to the side because she couldn't really sing or dance well. So her mom really focused on her sister, June, to perform. And then when June ran off and got married, she was like, okay, well, now what are you going to do to make me money? And it started with – and here's where the wardrobe malfunction comes in. She was performing one time and her strap broke and her dress fell off, but she's super smart and witty. And so she like played it off and like did this little strip tease, but never actually got naked. And that's how she started and what she does. So she would be super funny and like witty and people would heckle her a little bit and she'd snap back. So she mixed this like really cool like humor and fun in with her like strip teasing um, and sort of wardrobe malfunctioning. Um, It it was like a huge part of her act is like wardrobe malfunctioning. So she's super interesting character. Huh. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. So, um, and she came in probably like if burlesque was entering into America in 1868, I think she was born in 1911. So she was probably in there at the height of it when it started really spreading around. Um, but anyway, if you haven't seen Gypsy Rose Lee, watch it. It's really good. I mean, I only saw it when I was a kid, but I'm sure it's still really good. <laughs> I love that you watched that when you were a kid. Meanwhile, I was watching things like Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, God. I had nightmares after I watched it. I watched it because a friend was like, you have to watch this. I was older, too, but I still had nightmares. It's I, good, but I had nightmares. <laughs> I didn't have my emotional support animal with me. <laughs> Your emotional support, Ginger. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to shrink you up, Sarah, and put you in my little pocket. <laughs> And then here's how I picture it. You're like a little miniature version in my front pocket and you're whispering funny things in my ear, (laughs) making me giggle at inappropriate times. (laughs) We all need a miniature Sarah. (laughs) Oh, God. I wish that was a thing. (laughs) Just like mail yourself to me. (laughs) I'm going to make like little Sarah pocket like you know, like a po- not a pocket protector, but like a little clip that yeah. slips over your pocket that's like whispering. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like it has different, like you push the button and it says different funny things. <laughs> I want that so bad now. <laughs> oh I would wear it all the time. <laughs> you don't know I'm the worst person to sit next to in a bullying assembly, anti-bullying assembly, um, Titanic church while watching Titanic. <laughs> Dink, dink, donk. (laughs) I was in real life talking about Titanic. Like someone brought up Titanic and I wanted to be like telling your story, even though it's not even my story. I'm like, I don't think this is going to translate because we were talking about how sad it is and crying. I'm like, I can't bring that up. It's not going to (laughs) translate. So I just said, yes, I cried too. she's also just like she isn't like hey let's figure out how we can both like balance our weight and just be a little bit in the water and the rest of it above water and she's not like you know maybe they'll save us in five minutes I'm gonna keep holding on to him she's just like bye-bye I know I am team Jack (laughs) she just like shoves him out (laughs) peace motherfucker (laughs) You're weighing me down. You're dead weight, Jack. Oh. <laughs> it's terrible. So terrible. I laughed at that too. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Rose oh God. is terrible. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Should we take a break? Yes. Break time. All right. And we will be right back on laughing with gingers. We'll catch you in a minute. And we are back on Laughing with Gingers. We have our little, my little co-pilot, uh, who is also a redhead, a red fawn French bulldog sitting next to me, Mr. Clouseau. He's looking at me very judgingly at the moment. And we've got mm-hmm. the incredibly talented and brilliant Christina Curry on the <laughs> other end, too. I thought you are going to say yourself. <laughs> that would have been incredible. <laughs> the dog just might jump jumped out <laughs> yeah the dog's like oh you're so loud sarah goodbye <laughs> i think he's over it oh there's a little sunny spot he found <laughs> that's hey, nice sarah Allipin, the co-host of <laughs> laughing with gingers we're back in <laughs> Woo! let's start with some more games i think i'm uh, three and one uh, you only got one wrong, right? Yeah. Okay, so this is number six. Oh, geez. <laughs> so you're four and one. Okay, cool. Okay. I was late to class, so I was running down a flight of stairs. I missed a stair and fell down one flight but landed on my feet. I turned to go down the second flight and missed a stair again, tumbling <laughs> ass over tits, as my dad would say. And landed right in front of the classroom door with my skirt totally flipped up to my boobs. The teacher closed the door in my face and sent me to the office. Oh, my God. That's so mean. <laughs> I mean, maybe she saved the saved you. Okay, I'm going to say you. It was me. <laughs> Why did she send you to the office? Just like I was late. Oh, I didn't make it over the threshold into the classroom by the like I fell and the bell rang while I was falling and I landed in front of the door, but I didn't make it into the classroom. That's so mean. Like, come so on. Mean. 
I um, just falling uh, down two flights of stairs. Give me a break. Right? Like, geez. She, that teacher's the kind of person that won't tell you if your skirt's tucked into your underwear. Oh, my God. That's also the teacher. So for those of you who don't know, I don't have an H on my first name, Sarah. Um, but it my um, last name, when my main name was Hartenstein, which starts with an H, right? So I this is the teacher. I sat in front of another Sarah who had an H. Oh, no. And he would call on Sarah. Um, and then he would say, Sarah H., and she would answer for both. And I would just sit there and fucking crack up. Like, I would laugh so hard. I could not handle it. It was so funny to me. I don't understand why she did it. I think she, like, was waiting for me to speak up. And it took me, like, a second to open my mouth. So she jumped in the first time. And then she, like, couldn't stop herself because she must have thought since he didn't correct her. But he would sit there and he'd be like, Sarah, Sarah H., Sarah, like every other question trying to get me to answer. And then I would just laugh so hard. I still remember this girl. Her She is also like the sweetest girl too. And she was really smart. And she <laughs> must have been like, what is happening? <laughs> Why do I have to answer all the questions? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he calling on me nonstop? <laughs> Why won't someone help me? <laughs> <laughs> mayday mayday <laughs> oh, he wasn't God. saying her last name but he should have known not to sit the two sarahs like we were in alphabetical order but like don't sit the two sarahs one in front of the other that's way too confusing no it's like saying because christina is christina with a k mm-hmm. but if he said christina k and your last name like started with something else, it would be, you know, I know your last name starts with a K, but yeah, which is funny. (laughs) Let's say it's um, like a Christina that, you know, like whatever, you know, it'd be like the Christina L. (laughs) Yeah. Or uh, Christina A and your name ends in an A. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I see what you're saying. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, cuz um yeah, that's just that's just like confusing. Why wouldn't he say her last initial, last name initial? I don't know. He never said Sarah K. He just kept saying Sarah and Sarah H. <laughs> she probably remembers it differently than you. Like maybe she's like angry at you for never answering and her <laughs> being pressured to always answer. <laughs> Like, God, I had this Sarah sitting behind me and she never responded to the teacher. I always had to answer for her. I was in front of her so she could see me laughing. Like, (laughs) (laughs) and it's not like no one could hear me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, God. Okay, I'm doing so good with this game. Give me a hit me with another one. You're killing it. Okay. Um, I was working at a restaurant, and you're constantly walking to help in the kitchen and then all the way back to the host stand. Um, so you're getting things from the kitchen, and then you walk back to the host stand and, you know, all the tables and everything. So you're walking through the whole restaurant. So I probably made 10 to 15 trips around um, – 
around the restaurant in that in 30 minutes. Eventually, I came to the realization that I had a string of toilet paper flapping out the rear of my pants the entire time. It was so long. It was literally dragging on the ground behind me. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, I'm going to say you. Oh, it's not you. (laughs) How? Again, why are people not telling that person? (laughs) 15 trips around a restaurant. (laughs) Dang it, people. (laughs) I will tell you if you have a toilet seat cover in your pants. Oh, my God. (laughs) Or like if you have it stuck on your shoe, I'm going to step on it for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) I have a gingery. Flim, flim, flim. I guess I shouldn't clear my throat right in front of the microphone. Yeah, lean in and then clear it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. Hey, I have how pole dancing started. Do you want to hear that story? I do. It's super interesting. Um, And I never thought about where does pole dancing come from (laughs) until today? (laughs) So in the 1920s, we saw a new twist to the strip tease with the addition of pole dancing. So pole dancing originated the height of our country's depression. At the time, traveling fairs trekked from town to town to entertain with many types of sideshows, which were held inside tents. In one of the side tents, women would strip tease on a small stage in front of cheering men. The ladies incorporated the tent pole into their strip tease routine, climbing on top of the pole, grabbing the pole, swirling around it, grinding, gyrating against it, blah, blah, blah. The tent pole became known as the dancing pole, um, which is insane that it started like that, but totally makes sense. Yeah, it does. Um, and of course, like it's now, um, hang on, there's another thing. Um, so then like just fast forwarding with just the strain of pole dancing, talking about it, that um, in the late 1990s, pole dancing techniques used by strippers were turned into a legitimate form of exercise for women with the introduction of pole fitness. The first instructional pole fitness and dance DVD emerged, and even a national pole dancing championship was created. I did. I did. I took a pole dancing class. I did too. It was really fun. Yeah, I thought it was fun too. Yeah, um, it's a freaking workout. Oh yeah, and it, I remember getting like like burn on my arms and stuff from mm-hmm. the pole because. It's not like, you know, it can't be slippery. Yeah, exactly. It's it's weird. And it has that like, I yeah, like uh, my, the one I went to, the outside metal piece spun around the inside metal piece. So that's how oh. you could spin around. That was not the case for me. It was like you just spun and then it like burned your arm. Because <laughs> your arm would like... Ugh against the pole. Yeah, mine had like an Oh man, that sounds not a fun experience. It was still fun. Oh, you but your yeah. yours sounds like it would have been more fun. Yeah, cuz you could climb up it or whatever, or dangle off of it, but it spun, so you would just like hold tight and the outer shell of metal would spin around the inner like uh, I don't know, like I don't know, backbone of it, you know? 
That is so interesting. That's such a different experience than what I had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It's like female empowerment, right? Because we wore booty shorts and we embraced our sexuality and it was like darker. So you could just kind of like, you know, explore the moves and like feel empowered and not embarrassed by your cheese thighs hanging out or your, you know, belly hanging out. Like nobody gave a shit. And it was like, just be free and be in your body and like move and like, ex- like enjoy yourself. You know, that's I love like that. my experience yeah. with it. Yeah. Ours, I guess mine wasn't as classy of a joint, but um, <laughs> <laughs> still felt like, you know, you, I went with like a group of girls and it was like, you, I was always sore afterward because we did like pushups and things too. Oh, right, right, right. So my friend actually was the one that brought me who she went all the time. She had a membership and you actually get like, it's like karate where you earn different colored belts, but you earn different colored thongs. And I mean, thongs, not flip flops. (laughs) (laughs) And she was a black thong owner. Like she, she earned all of them. She was so good. Wow. Yeah. She even installed a pole in her like apartment. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was impressive. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho, is it? Well, do you want me to lay uh lay down another one of my games or yeah. all right. Um I wore a yellow skirt to work one day. I kept getting compliments and I was feeling pretty darn good. At the end of the day, I happened to look down and realize that you could see my blue underwear through the skirt. I'd been making green all day. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to say you. It was me. <laughs> Why were people complimenting you? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe they, like, didn't look that closely or something. Or maybe everyone was just quietly laughing about me behind my back and, like, thought that I knew or something. But. Whatever. <laughs> I was in, like, sixth period and I just left it for seventh period. I was like, <laughs> I made it this far today. I, you know, the kids are probably going to keep laughing at me. Now they're going to Google me while they when they go home to see what I do in my private life. <laughs> you could always tell when they were going to go home and Google. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting a lot of hits from your name. <laughs> God, it's weird googling yourself. Yeah, and the things that pop up. I think I know everything that pops up for myself. Yeah, I do too. But like, I have a Twitter account that I never use, and t- my tweets come up sometimes when I Google myself. And oh, I haven't been on it in so long. I hate Twitter. Yeah, it's not my it's not my place, Twitter. But um. I mean, I know other people use it effectively for things. I like, used to. I used to. I just like fell out of it, you know? Yeah. I I set up so that my um, Instagram automatically embedded as a native Twitter. So I never had to deal with it. But um, like when we had an earthquake here, you couldn't find anything about it anywhere. In the first, I, So I like messaged Philippe, my husband, and was like, Hey, uh, did you feel that? Like, do you know what happened? And he was like, 
Um, yeah, I just went on Twitter and it's it was like a pretty serious earthquake in the middle of Virginia. Yeah, I yeah, Twitter's good for that. When I lived yeah. in Austin, I would use Twitter to find all the free shows during South by Southwest. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, see, it's it's good for like rapid news and like little bites of things. But yeah, I never, never got into it. Yeah, totally. And right, I got another to look oh. at it. <laughs> no, I, I don't even know if I know my login. <laughs> oh my God. I, I should oh. just delete it. Honestly, <laughs> it's just, it's the dead limb at this point, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, maybe one day I'll get into it again. All right. You want to lay some knowledge on me or you want another one? I'm going to wrap up my history uh, up until current times right now. Okay. I have three more. <clears throat> okay, cool. Um, okay. So we'll do your three after this. Yeah. Sounds good. Cool. So the infamous lap dance, which is contact dancing, started out in Montreal in the early 1990s, and lap dancing eventually migrated to the United States and was made legal in this country in 1999, which is crazy that it wasn't legal. Oh, that's so weird. I know. So nowadays, in most strip clubs, the women wear skimpy bikinis or G-strings that leave little to the imagination. There's rarely a striptease show and only usually just pole work. So ladies move about on a stage as guys gawk at their nearly naked bodies. Some strippers will bump and grind against one another on stage, blah, 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 with pounding music, rap music, alcohol. So from ancient ritual to modern day entertainment for men who typically watch with a stiff drink in hand, stripping has come a long way. Honestly, it's like, I don't like what it sounds like now. It sounds more fun when like the ladies were able to like, you know, use their brains and their talents and like and have fun. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure there's strippers out there that have fun with what they do, but it just doesn't sound appealing to me. <laughs> it just doesn't sound as much fun when you know the whole history of how much fun it could be. I know. Right. Exactly. So I feel like. We've really fallen off the wagon <laughs> with, yeah. with modern day stripping. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a place for all of these things, but mm -hmm. at least a little bit of a, you know, entertaining show thing. I'm sure there's girls that work it like chit chat or like throw out jokes, you know, to the dudes that are willing to listen. I don't know. What do yeah, I know? I'm sure and ladies, like there might be ladies visiting. Personally, because we like to laugh and make jokes. <laughs> we I'm like that part. <laughs> that's why we're identifying with. <laughs> with that genre. Oh, I was going to say, I feel like, wait, wait, okay. I'm bringing it back to when you said that joke. I see London. I see France. I see Sarah's underpants. I feel like that's around, um, Hang on, let me find it. Like right around the burlesque, um, because right before that was like Moulin Rouge era where, um, you know, they were like throwing up their skirts and like oh. hand canny, like hand canny. So I feel like maybe that joke came or not or whatever it's called, like saying came out of that genre. Oh, that makes sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have no do. idea. I'm just guessing. <laughs> they do have shows like the Rockettes where – it's not like a we don't I we don't call that stripping, but like they were 
scant they're scantily clad and mm-hmm. dancing and doing like fun performances. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just that we weren't thinking of that when whoever the person that wrote that article wasn't considering that to be in the same genre. Yeah, it's like it's like burlesque split and it split into the Rockettes st- and stayed there. And then the other went and now they're just in G strings and nothing else. <laughs> yeah, it would be fun to have a combination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there are like I've I've been to the burlesque where they put the tassels on their boobs and like I have always wanted to see that. It's fun. They're not like, I mean, I've seen tw- two of those and there's no like jokes or, or, or telling stories while they're doing it. It's just d- doing it to music, which I would like to see the jokes and telling story, like entertaining in that way, which is what Gypsy Rose Lee did. She would be telling a story or leading up to a joke and be like taking pieces off. And sometimes there were puns or like things to do with that. So it was like, that's fun. So wait, was that around the same time as like Fatty Arbuckle, like the um, silent film? I don't, I don't think so because she was in movies too. Um, so I don't think so. Because like Fatty, you know, because she Fatty was born Arbuckle in nineteen eleven. Yeah, so I mean, I know that name, but he's the guy that like would throw his hat and it would always land on the hat stand in the silent movies. Oh, I kind of know what you mean. <laughs> like pre I Love Lucy. But okay. Oops. I don't know, but I don't think she performed in any silent movies. I think she's okay. a little too older for that. Okay. So, um, so like during that time period, comedy was like much more gesture heavy too. Mm. It was less like conversation and jokes. It was more like, you know, like, yeah, she so she came in. So, yeah, they talked about that. I didn't read all the history, but they talked about how a lot of the burlesque was like that, too, like super like stark and not flowy, like not storytelling flowy and like more romantic almost in a way like you know what I mean yeah so she so broke it down like that the way that it's like twists ebbs and turns mm-hmm. 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 yeah and changes and ebbs and flows I what I always um I always wondered like where the um did you read anything about like the you know in like the red light district where there's like a curtain and you like put a dollar in and then like the curtain goes up and like the woman behind glass dancing. Well, I've been to the red light district. I don't remember that situation. I mean, I've been there. But I just walked through it because, you know, it's interesting. Yeah, I've been there, too. And I did see similar things to that. It was like women dancing behind glass. And you, it was like fil- there was like a film curtain over it where you couldn't like totally see. And you had to like. Oh, to have it go like up and then. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I when I was there, it seemed like they were dancing to entice them in. And then when the curtain was closed, they were doing stuff. Sexy times. (laughs) Oh, interesting. I'm Mm -hmm. curious where that comes from, too. Oh, yeah. Like how the red light district. uh, Yeah. Well, and my understanding is they rent those rooms 
um, from the landlord or whatever. Oh, like the women yeah. rent. Mm-hmm. So it's like they it's more of their control and on their terms um, that, you know, they're doing what they're doing. It's like they're hairdressers and they're renting the space. That's what out. I was just thinking because they're like <laughs> renting the chair. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Now That's I want to so go into a research hole on that. That I know. I'm, I don't know a lot. That's all I know. I'm super curious about that. All right, you want to hit me with the last three? Yeah, we're gonna switch gears from women empowerment and dancing back to was it Sarah or was, <laughs> was it someone Sarah found on the internet with this? I drove over an hour for work one day, a typical commute for this area. I was getting out of the car and I realized I didn't have any shoes on. I like to walk and drive with bare feet and usually I have a pair of shoes in the car, but that day I couldn't find any shoes. So I acted like it was normal and no one, not even my coworkers, mentioned a word about me not having shoes on the whole day. (laughs) I feel like... That commute time doesn't make sense for me for you. So I feel like it's just a stranger. <laughs> it is, is a stranger, stranger, but my commute used to be 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, my. Also, I didn't think that you are a barefoot person. Are you in bare feet? Oh, she's in bare feet. I am yep. a, such a barefoot person. I actually put on these like amazing socks that I got when we were in. Um, oh, those look cozy Copenhagen. as book. Mm. Yeah. They know, they know how to be comfy and cozy in Denmark. Oh my um, God. They're, they're like a woman after my, or a country after my own heart. Oh my God. So <laughs> I love amazing. being comfy, cozy. <laughs> I know. I know. I love it. Um, so anyway, um, I put them on and I, I love them, but like I had to take them off. I could not do the podcast with them on. I just had to be barefoot. <laughs> I'm barefoot during the summer, but during the winter, I can't. It's like we have nothing but tile everywhere. It's so cold on your feet. Yeah. I don't know. I I like to be cozy, but I also like to be barefoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I have bad circulation, so my feet get cold real quick. Wonder if that's a redheaded thing because I have that too. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. It my the doctor told me once the blood doesn't go all the way to my skin surface, and that's oh. why it gets cold quick. Isn't that weird? Like yeah. they pricked eight of my fingers just to get enough blood, and they're like, it's because your blood isn't coming up all the way to the surface. I don't even know if that's a thing, but it was really weird. So does that mean you're just dead? <laughs> Basically, I have a I have a black heart. <laughs> That's Are not true. Grinch. <laughs> Definitely not. I love Christmas. <laughs> I'm Grinch after his heart grew four sizes large or whatever. Five sizes large. <laughs> Between the choice of the two of you, I'd take the seasick crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't sang on here in a while. I mean, <laughs> right? <laughs> God, I probably shouldn't. Everyone's like, damn it. We were so happy she stopped. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, the first year we were dating, my husband and I kept accidentally matching. 
if I was wearing a red dress, he was wearing a red shirt. If I was wearing a shirt with a navy blue with navy blue accents, he was wearing navy. We didn't notice until his sister pointed it out at the first family dinner I attended. When we looked back through pictures of our first year together, it looks like we spent so much time coordinating our outfits. Now, whoever gets dressed second or has the more complicated outfit has to change because, yes, it still happens. Oh, my God. I want it to be you so bad. (laughs) Is it you? Oh, my God. You have to post all those pictures. I want to see them. Oh, my God. It's so embarrassing. And it happens, like, when we travel, too. So it'll be, like, I have a mint shirt and he has a mint shirt and we, like, one of us is in the shower and the other one gets dressed and then like crawls back into bed or something. And like, we're not really like paying attention and the other one gets dressed and we start to walk out and we're like, dude. And then we're like, I got dressed first. No, I picked this out first. You saw it laying on the bed. We like argue about it. (laughs) Oh my God. I need to see these series of pictures. You have got to find them and post them on our Instagram. (laughs) Oh, God. <laughs> I want to see them roll bad. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> and of course, it got pointed out in front of his family. And then, like, we were traveling. So everything we had, like, you know, it'd be like, I wear red shoes and he'd have on a red shirt or something. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God. So embarrassing. I love it. Okay. Uh, I had a date and I was super excited about it. I love to use color in my wardrobe. So I took, um, so I took a, oh, wait, sorry. I went on a date and I was super excited about it. I pulled on a cute mint colored top, which might be why I just thought of mint. Um, and uh, I love to use color in my wardrobe. So I, I think I just said that three times. So I took a dark <laughs> purse and was feeling pretty darn cute. When I got there, the guy asked why I had dressed up as an eggplant because it wasn't Halloween. Oh, my God. <laughs> you. You. It was me. It was Philippe. He was like, why are you dressed like an eggplant? It's not Halloween. And I was like, I do not look like an eggplant. And I, of course, couldn't fix it. I couldn't do anything about it. <laughs> Dang it. That's so annoying. (laughs) I probably have a picture of that too. (laughs) Oh yeah. You need to share that too. It's like one of those things. Don't tell someone that because we can't fix it. (laughs) I know. Right. Then you're just embarrassed and self-conscious the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Then that's all you're thinking about is I look like an eggplant and everyone knows. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's thinking it. Everyone's thinking it, but they're not saying it. <laughs> oh my god, it was so embarrassing. Uh, this was this was a fun episode. I like how we were in two different directions. <laughs> you know, I I love to see the way your brain works, and it's so much fun to do this podcast with you. I know, I know, I love how. Yeah, I love this. <laughs> and. In case you are in the area, you can put your face here. <laughs> she sh- she's literally like shoulder shaking her boobs at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, God. All right, you guys. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us on Laughing with Gingers. We are so happy to have you listening to our super silly podcast. Um, We just love laughing. So Laughing with Gingers is the perfect fit for us two feisty redheads who happen to have very loud laughs and love to share crazy stories, play games, and spread silliness and joy. So follow us on Instagram at laughing with gingers. All these pictures most likely will end up there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. You can also submit funny stories, episode ideas, or general fun through our Instagram or reach out to us um, at laughing with gingers at Gmail. All right. And you can also support us on Patreon and get access to all kinds of goodies there, including some merch. Woo! We have different membership levels. So check us out at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash laughing with gingers. And we appreciate your support so, so much. Um, you actually get to watch these episodes. So you get to see my amazing shirt that I'm wearing um, that I I'm still super embarrassed by and so uncomfortable wearing it right now. Um, (laughs) You can see the video from this podcast episode and all of them. Um, And, you know, as you know, we're live to tape. You get awkward moments, bonus content, all the good stuff. So tune in to Laughing with Gingers next week for more good times. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We love you. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.